interrupt this program to bring you a special report. Welcome to the 2023 Dakar Rally Edition of the Chasing Waypoints Podcast. Bringing you daily updates as competitors take on over 5,000 miles in 15 days across the Arabian Peninsula. Don't forget, hit that subscribe button so you don't miss any updates. And if you haven't already, make sure to follow us on Instagram at Chasing Waypoints for more updates and news from the bivouac. That being said, let's get to it. Riders ready. Marshall's ready. That sound of the... Oh, wait, never mind. Just remembering my RC race directing days. Man, it's been a while since I've done those races. I wonder if uh, I wonder if they still. Hmm. Maybe I need to go hit an RC track here soon. Well, anyway, while we're trying to figure that out, we've got Caramel the Rally Dog running around in the background. So if you guys hear the the pause, hauling ass across the uh, <laughs> the soundscape, you know what is going on. What is going on, guys? It is stage number twelve of the Dakar Rally twenty twenty three edition. Stage number 12 now underway. A little bit late on this one. Just got back. Long day at work. Long day at the office. But this is the preview show for or the course preview episode number. Yeah. Course 12. Uh, hold on. Gathering my thoughts here. Okay. Here we go. Stage number 12 of the Dakar rally is now underway. We just got the alert a few minutes ago that the first competitor had departed the actual stage start itself. Uh, which I mean, so to speak, we had a, a 21 kilometer road section for today's route. Uh, very, very short. Uh, let's see here. So 21 kilometers. I mean, that's what six miles, 12 miles this is about a mm, 14 mile. We'll call it 14 mile commute uh, to the start line of today's stage. So nothing big there. It is the second day of the marathon stage from the empty quarter, and they are headed back to Shiba for this stage and so looking at the breakdown it doesn't look too bad uh only 185 kilometers of racing and now if you guys heard the show earlier today in the morning you know that this show or this stage uh is kind of like the longest one left each stage from now to the finish is now going to be uh shorter so uh let's uh let's whip out here okay so 185 185 times 0.62 they are racing 114 miles today, which is not that bad uh, compared to obviously some of these longer days that they were doing, like 288, 263, 277 of just race section. And then you still got to tag on a liaison. So today's stage, not too bad. 185 kilometers of actual special stage or selective stage. That is what they're racing, which is about 114 miles, 115 if you're rounding up. Uh, for it so not too bad and then once they finish that they have a 167 kilometer liaison headed back to the bivouac in shibai or shiba shiba we'll go shiba shiba mm-hmm. times 0.62 103 miles so not bad so brisk morning 18 miles and then uh get that stage started run about 115 miles 
and then knock that out or finish out with 103 miles while they'll arrive back at the bivouac it'll be probably one of the final major services on the bike because they will only have a couple stages to go after that 13 and 14 which are very short days 95 miles of racing on 13 and 84 miles of racing on 14 so very very short days now they do have a bit of a liaison though uh on the next stage coming up on stage 13 we'll talk a little bit more about that once they release the information tomorrow morning uh we'll be talking about results and all that stuff so let's talk about the bikes bikes left uh first bike left at 6 a.m from the bivouac and was expected to start at 6 50 a.m this again being saudi time that putting us here at 7 50 p.m on the pacific coast time so 7 50 p.m stage start for the first bike off the line uh for today's stage number 12 so let's talk the breakdown really quick six percent of today's stage is actually going to be sand followed by or i should say six percent fesh fesh is what they're saying here uh we've got five percent of it is going to be dirt uh, zero on stones, zero on tarmac, 39% dunes, and then 50% of today's stage is going to be uh, Lago Seco or Dry Lake. So this will be interesting to see probably a lot higher speeds. We did see some pretty fast stage times yesterday uh, for the stage, so I would expect to see the same here, similar. Uh, my guess is, is that today's stage is kind of backwards of yesterday, where yesterday maybe if they had the the uh, dry leg bed stuff first and then dunes later, you know, I'm, I'm expecting the exact opposite as the teams or the competitors will be leaving the empty quarter and headed back to the bivouac. So not too bad of a stage today. We've got some guys out there. Uh, we've still got our American team. You know, if you heard the results show this morning, you know, uh, Skylar Howe's out up top. Not by much, though, only a few minutes. Uh, we know where Mason Klein is doing. You know, he's he's had a little bit of a rough go these last couple of days, but uh, he's out there nonetheless, and he's he's hunting down that finish line. So chasing the finish line, uh, which is absolutely awesome. You know, one one stage finish at a time. We'll look forward to bringing more info on him and what is going on there. Let's look at, let me see here, clerk of the course, classifications, provisional. Let's look at what the starting order would have been. Results of selective section. Uh, that was amended. Penalty squad. Let's see here. All right. So what it looked like for yesterday on the selective section of stage number 11. It is Luciano Benavides was your stage winner. So this is going to be the starting order would be Luciano Benavides out first. Daniel Sanders second. Toby Price third. Skylar House fourth on the road. Pablo Quintanilla fifth on the road. Sebastian Buehler sixth on the road. Romain Dumoutier seventh. Uh, Lorenzo Santolino. I was saying Luciano. All these. How'd you guys let me do this? Right. Seriously. Twelve episodes or I don't know, how many episodes have we done for this Dakar? And the whole time I've been calling him Luciano. Unacceptable, completely unacceptable. Uh, okay, so Lorenzo Santolino uh, on the Sherco factory. He is eighth off the line. Frank Okami, ninth. Uh, Kevin Benavides, 10. Daniel Nosagli Jager, 11th. Um, Matthias Wachner, 13th. Nacho Cornejo, 14th. Let's see, Adrian Van Beveren, 17th. And then let's see, there's Ross Brandt. Jacob Bargibreth was going to be 20th off the line. And then uh, scrolling on down, Mason Klein, 27th off the line. So a lot of stuff going on, a lot of changing the running order. Uh, we're definitely looking forward to it. And man, dude, talk about 
Jacob Argybright, man. Top 20, right? Very nice. Uh, let's take a look at the Dakar app really quick. We'll talk standings through stage 11 in the general. Let's see if that comes up. Let's see here. Stage, we saw that one. Benavides, Sanders, Price, House fourth. So we already know that part of it. So Skyler Howes leading right now the 2023 Dakar rally after the majority of the race now uh, has passed. So winding down the time and uh, he's got a 28 second lead on Toby Price. Uh, then Kevin Benavides uh, running in that third uh, and then the gap starts. So Pablo Quintanilla now 14 minutes back. So about 12 minutes further. So there's a 12 minute gap between Benavides and Quintanilla. So a lot of room to breathe there. So I think we've got our top three. We'll see what it looks like after this stage. Uh, we'll get some of that swing set going is what I'm thinking. We'll see how this goes. This might be a good chance for Skyler to pick up and kind of put those last few minutes on these guys, being that he's starting fourth for today's stage. Uh, but you also have people like Adrian Van Beveren starting way back in the field. Uh, this could be something for him to try and make up some time. Now, be it. 15 minutes is a long way to go, but if you could bite off a pretty big piece of that today, it might make it easier over the next two stages. From my understanding and from the show notes, let's see when we saw, if you guys saw the preview show um, with them, you know that the stage 14, the final stage of the rally was just going to be an easy cruise around town. So that's what they're predicting on that one. So I don't think we are going to see much change on stage 14, I think the changes are coming today on stage 12 and then tomorrow on stage 13. So we'll see how it goes. Uh, like they're talking about this um, tire management was one of the big things that they were talking in the preview show. I don't know that this is going to be a big deal now, uh, but they are talking about that was uh, let's see here looking at uh, empty quarter. Yeah, big 280 K's uh, 40, 60 kilometer per hour average. They predicted that it would be a slow stage. And then they were talking about the tire management in the preview show. But something that they did mention, which was obviously going to be down this year, typically in the marathon stages, you really have to look after your tires. But in this case, if your tires, if you're running in sand, you don't have to necessarily worry as much uh, about your tire management. So we're almost there. Let's see. Uh, let's see. Oh, wait a minute. OK, guys, here we go. This is. He has no idea I'm about to do this, and he'll probably yell at me, and I'll end up having to cut it from the show. But uh, let's tune in and see if we can speak to Gnarly Dave, because he has no idea I'm recording the preview show as we speak. Hey, Taco. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, hey, I'm like, well, he's not going to answer my call, because you usually answer it like the first or second ring. Uh, you must be busy. Uh, yeah. How's it going, buddy? Nah, we're, we're literally, you're, by the way, you're alive. We're we're recording our preview show. Oh, nice! Let me put on my seatbelt so it'll stop uh, beeping. Yes, That's annoying for your listeners, I'm sure. Uh, no, well, you're well, no, you're competing on a closed course. Uh, you're a professional driver, so yeah, yeah optional. Sure. <laughs> so, what are you talking about? What did I jump into? All right, so you jumped into. We were talking about. All right, we already know the stage breakdown, right? They're coming out of the empty quarter marathon stage, second day. These guys spent the night on the ground. Uh, they're coming back out of the sand dunes. Uh, let's see. I was talking about that tire management. You know, remember what was it last year when they were running some of these uh, some of these marathon stages on hard pack and Toby Price and those oh, guys yeah. canarding tires. 
For sure. Absolutely. Yeah. It shouldn't be that bad because, well, I don't know. They had a long liaison on the highway, but the special is pretty short. So, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I mean, then you're talking burning up your mooses on the highway, but I've gotten thousands of miles out of my rally mooses that we use for testing. My pounds will be fine. And I think the tires should be pretty good because they're in the dunes, you know? Yeah, most of their most of this track has been in the dunes. So, what do you think about? So, this was something that I was, I was literally just talking about. So, I already know Adrian Van Beveren is starting a ways back on this stage, um, and he's 15 minutes off of Skyler House's time right now. Do you think he's going to be able to bite off a big chunk of that? I'm guess, dude. Adrian's an animal, bro. Yeah. Um, I think he should probably five or six minutes. Okay. Easy. Yeah. Easy. So put him within that 10 minute. Yeah. He, yeah. That window. Yeah. Frenchie's uh, yeah, he can definitely make up some time, but then you got, you got guys like Ross branch too. I mean, they're, they're kind of, they're out of it. They're out of the general, you know, and they're just going for stage wins. He's, I mean, he's just going for stage wins and put hero, you know, a little further up there. So you can't cut, count out Ross Ross either yeah no and he's coming let's see he finished the stage he finished 19th uh two spots behind adrian van bever and so i mean i mean they're gonna have like they're gonna have tracks from let's see i mean all the guys right luciano sanders price house quintanilla all guys that know how to navigate benavides yeah, how, part two how long is the special uh today's special is uh empty quarter of that 114 miles so it's not mu- it's not far either i mean 114 it's, it's, it's is warm for, up yeah it's further than the other one it's double the other one almost uh yeah 114 yesterday's was one 170 miles today's 114 miles oh, okay i thought it was the other way around all right yeah my bad no no so and then that's so that was something that we're talking that i was kind of talking about right now too is that okay so you got 114 miles today You've got 95 miles tomorrow, and then the day after, you've got 84 miles of racing, right? Because that's really now we're down to the point where, okay, well, the liaisons don't necessarily matter. Now it's about making up that race time. But the organization in the preview show said stage 14 is basically a tour. Like, there's nothing, you know, it's just an easy seaside route, nothing, you know, nothing fancy. So I wouldn't expect anybody to make time there. Well, man, it was like pretty open. The train's not bad. And and these guys are going full gas. You might see some people take themselves out, you know, clip a rock or something. I mean, I don't want no one to get hurt, but, you know, if if they got 114 miles to make up some time, I mean, now's the time to do it. Sounds like. Yeah, 114 in the dunes, I think, will be hard fought. But tomorrow, if they're getting back into it, and I, I just looked and they haven't posted tomorrow's information. They won't post that till tomorrow morning, 9 o'clock yeah. or so. But I'm curious to see the stage makeup of tomorrow's stage, uh, of stage 13, because I feel like that's going to be the last. The guys up top, I feel, on the last stage, well, the top three are in an interesting battle. You're talking. Correct. You're talking two minutes. Yeah, I think it's really going to be between Kevin and Toby. You know, I mean, I love Sky and Sky is awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, if you look, 
I mean, Kevin's hasn't got any bonus time, if I'm correct, mm-hmm. and he's leading. You know, and Sky's got what? How many minutes of bonus time has Sky got? Uh, and if you take that away from Sky, then what, where does that put him if he doesn't have that bonus time? So Kevin's been doing a really smart race. And then I don't think T- Toby's got bonus time, but I mean, not as much as the other guys, you know? So yeah, these guys are running a smart, strategic race. I think it's, I mean, I'm a Honda guy. I'm in a Honda camp mm-hmm. when we're doing our testing and all that. But I think, you know, it's going to be first or second, Toby or Kevin. And then. I think third. It can be a Honda. It's gonna be uh, Adrian or 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 Kitania, uh, Pablo. Yeah, Pablo. Correct. Yeah, I. You know, I I agree with what you're saying. I feel like the top three though are gonna kind of stay where they're at, and the only reason I say that is is you have. All the fast guys up front, right? Everybody that that's chasing. You know, you have Benavides, Sanders, Price. How's fourth on this last stage? So you got, I think that Skyler will have a little bit of chance to make up some time there. I mean, Price, where did Price finish? If he's second in the standings and he's 28 seconds back, Price finished just ahead of him on the stage. So, yeah, they're going to stay together. Yeah, they're going to push. But, dude, this race is such, like, everyone's getting hurt. Mason's hurt right now. And, you know, my boy Joan, I really felt that he had a, like a top three podium in him. Mm-hmm. He's out and just a lot of attrition, man. This is a brutal, brutal Dakar. Yeah, that that was one of the things I was I, I mentioned it in the uh, the results show uh, in the the description. Very specifically that, you know, if anybody ever said that the Dakar was easy uh, or not a big deal, well, which they don't. They should just go back and look at this one in particular because everybody's yeah, this, talked. Yeah, this one's tough. You know, talking with, you know, like Johnny's like one of my top 10 best friends, you know, and like Johnny's raced it when it was like two and a half, three weeks, you know, and I don't know, hearing his stories and stuff, it was pretty gnarly back then. But yeah. this one, this one is definitely, definitely one for the books. Yeah, no, I for sure agree. I mean, this is and usually by now we're talking minutes, not seconds, as far as gaps go. Yeah, absolutely. That's where the bonus time is. I mean, it's good. It, it just makes it so exciting, you know? Yeah, it, I, I feel like it worked. I feel like they achieved what they wanted to a certain extent. And... But I don't know that it was the, I don't know. I like, I feel like it made a difference, but I'm, it needs another year to see if that's going to, because I feel like in certain sections, the bonus time won't be enough. Uh, It's not going to be enough for, for what you lose up front, but it does give you a fighting chance. Yeah. You know, to get some of it back, but I think it's good. I think it's really good. And then I don't have you talked about the AD roadbook because it doesn't look like it's going to happen this year, right? No, they no, they didn't. Uh, let's see, they had talked about doing that on stage six, and they cleared yeah, it stage happen. six without doing it. Yeah, yeah. So another thing also is you heard everyone talking about 
oh man, 160k speed limiters, this and that. Mm-hmm. And I really haven't heard anyone talking about that. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I mean, maybe because the tracks are they're slowing them down with you know tighter tracks and the dunes. You know, maybe they can't get to 100 miles an hour or 160k. Yeah. You know, because I, I heard I heard everyone talking about that. Yeah, that, it was funny how that was a thing, and then it wasn't. So exactly. Yeah, ninety nine miles. So they're limited to a hundred miles an hour. Yeah, it's a, yeah, hundred sixty k, hundred miles an hour. So and then I mean, it was it was, I mean, when we're doing our testing at HRC and stuff like that, I mean, it's definitely there was talk about it, you know, and mm-hmm. and things, and but I mean, I, like you said, I haven't heard any talk about it. But so are you know, it's mainly the bonus time. Which I think is a really cool thing. Yeah, I think they, you know, of the ideas that they've gotten, I feel like I will say that if anything, this year the swing set has definitely gone away, or or been mitigated. Like uh, I know, like it wasn't as big a deal as it was last year. Last year it was just like gnarly. It was just. Yeah, Insane. you saw big time swings. Yeah, yeah, big swings. Yeah, almost it, predictable. Exactly. And this year, it seems like it's it's not even a thing to talk about anymore. Like guys are actually gunning to be up front, you know, and try and get that bonus time and get that, you know. So while I don't feel like the bonus time, I, I feel like there may be some inconsistencies in there in saying that okay, well, bonus time helps, but there's going to be certain areas or certain stages that they do where like they just the just the fact that you have a track to follow in front of you that's decent you will be able to make up way more time than in other stages where even if you do have a track in front of you maybe it's like in an area where you're running uh two track that's very well traversed and it's difficult to see the track in front of you that bonus time will be have more of an effect because the guy behind you won't be able to come up with or the guys behind w- that are way back. They won't have a track to follow that's as easy to follow because it's not as marked because it's on a well-traveled road or, you know, something along those lines. Now, sand dunes, wet sand, you know, it's basically like they shook the edge of sketch, cleared all the lines and you only have one single line. That, I think, is where the bonus time, I mean, yeah, hey, that's, you know, it's a pat on the back, <laughs> but it's not the end of the deal. Here's what you need to do, Taco. So when this rally is finished and the placings are final, take away all the bonus time from every rider that got it mm-hmm. and see where they land in the results without the bonus time. Yeah. Does it- and then you'd be like, well, well, you know what? Instead of... Maybe Sky finishing third or second without bonus time, he would have been twelfth or whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then with Kevin with no bonus time, straight up one. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, that know, that would be interesting to see. Like, what would be the end result? Like, what were they yeah, hoping so, for? You yeah, your, your wrap up, your wrap up show. Do the math because you're a smart guy. Take away the bonus time and see where they land with and without it. Obviously, with it, mm-hmm. you know, you'll have the finish, but. Uh, See where they land without it. Do the math. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's that's a really good point. You know, I'd be curious to see like, okay, well, if because in the end, what it should have done is I think what the organization was after is basically saying, okay, 
we're going to give you the bonus time. So that should help get rid of the swing set. So now it's a flat out race, which means that once you remove the bonus time, it should have still kind of stayed the same. If it stayed the same, it had no effect. If it does mix up the order, then the results were intended. The bonus time worked. If you remove, yeah, the, if it, you remove the bonus time and all of a sudden everybody's everywhere, then the bonus time worked. And if yep. you remove the bonus time and there really isn't a whole changing of the guard or there's not a whole lot of changing, then maybe it wasn't as effective as they thought. So we'll see. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, nice. So, yeah. So post show, that's what you got to do. Yeah, that'll be one of the uh, one of the topics. The bonus time. Maybe we'll get. Uh, maybe we'll be able to get somebody that that uh, that was up up and maybe benefited from that that bonus time or some of the guys that were exposed to it and see if that was something. If it like really how they what was the talk around the bivouac? You know, where they like exactly where they they jumping at the chance like all right, I'm leading out. I know I'm going to go get this. This I'm going to get me some bonus time. You know, always exactly. like, eh, whatever, Starbucks. Yeah, well, I'll see the boys from HRC probably sooner than later, and I'll I'll get that input for you. There we go. There we hey, go. real quick, um, I'm gonna go do about 100 miles in the Mojave Desert tomorrow. I know you're off on Friday, so just throwing that out there, bro. <laughs> Gee, thanks. <laughs> I gotta do the whole beep thing now. Uh, let's see. I need to. I mean. Dude, you know. Okay, next, th- next time then. Next time, uh, I get we'll, it. we'll go. We'll go with next time because the 790 could probably do it. I don't know if the 790 could uh, do it, but the 501, I with zero test miles, I don't feel like <laughs> going out right, on a I ride gotcha. like that. Yeah, but I gotcha. But 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 is the plan is to have the bikes 100 percent running tomorrow. Done. Spacers are here from W. I need to figure out a different two by four for the seat. Uh, the 790 is pretty much ready to go. So nice. two running bikes by the end of the day tomorrow. That's the game plan. All right. Sounds good. I'll hold you to that. We'll see what happens next week. Nice. Hey, real quick, in case, hey, real quick, in case I lose you, mm-hmm. give me your top three for tomorrow. Top three for tomorrow. I think we're going to still see. I, You know what? I honestly think that we are going to have. Let me see here. Let me get, let me grab that list so I can see what we're. Uh, da, 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 stage 11. Okay. <sighs> Top three going to be house. I'm going to put Quintanilla in there. And then. I'm I'm torn between three riders for top three: Matthias, Nacho, or Van Beveren to fill the top three spot. One of those top one of those three will fill up the third spot. But for sure, I'm thinking we're going to see. Uh, I'm I'm Hows and Price. I think for sure in there in that top three. They're only a couple of spots back. Like they're not the front runners, they're not the leaders, but they're gonna be Jones and for that bonus time. And they've already proven yeah. they can navigate. So I just feel like they're gonna stick to that kind of where they're at right now. One of those guys is gonna be in there, but I think that with with these guys, you know, in the a little bit further back, Walkner, Nacho, and Van Beveren. They're going to have more tracks to follow, so they'll be able to close some gaps, is what I'm thinking. And that might put them up front. 
Yeah. So I don't know. That's more than three, but if I had to pick one of those three out of those, I'll go with Van Beveren because he's starting further back. We already know he's got the pace. So further back, more tracks. Could put him at an advantage. What do you think? Yo, Tago. Yo, I'm here. All right. All right. Gotcha. I'm sorry I didn't catch that last part. Uh, what do you think? Top three. Oh, I'm going to go with uh, Van Beveren, uh, Nacho, and uh, I think Kevin. Okay. Solid. Solid. That's what I'm that's- we ha- we have one of the Benavides brothers up there already. He's proven to one to say both of those guys can win stages. So, and they got enough room. Kevin Kevin's got tenth, so he's got he's got some tracks. You know. Yeah, yeah. So, so nice. I know it'd be interesting to see how it works out. Yeah. Uh, did we have? There was something else. Um, we were talking about. Did you have some other news or anything that we were? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. In case. Well, I spent last weekend with Johnny at the races, right? Mm-hmm. And do you see uh, when the guys come into the bivouac from their stage, you see that little brown bag they're carrying on their bikes? Yeah. You know what that is? No, I don't. What is that? I do. Is, I do. Is it a lunch what's it? What's it worth to you? <laughs> is this for the... the, the the growing wall of memory memorabilia. Yeah, actually, I'm going back. I I had to ask Johnny, and I forgot to ask him at the races. Mm-hmm. Um, I got like a million texts from Johnny, so let me go back in there. All right, so it is. It's a lunch snack with rations. Mm-hmm. Nice, and it. So Johnny says it contains crackers, cat food, cookies, apple juice, protein bar, a date, potato chips, plastic fork and knife, napkin, Saba stuff. That's inside joke. Mm -hmm. And uh, another can of cat food and uh, wafer cookies. Oh, and and a blue Gatorade. So in case you're uh, in case your listeners were wondering and they watched the uh Dakar videos, and they see the guys coming in with that little brown bag on their handlebars. It's a lunch snack. Okay. Nice. So, i share that with you guys. Well, and I mean, I'm sure the, the Malamoto guys in, enjoy that probably a little more, having those snacks handy. But, you know, factory team. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. They got it. They got a wire. They got the motor humps. No, so something that I want now, something that we got to know. I mean, this could be, you know, he was there for a couple of days. You know, was... Kendall Norman missed as the chef in the motorhome. Dude, whenever Kendall's not there, it's sad, bro. Come on. <laughs> like, yeah, like when Kendall doesn't make durability training with Rally or, you know, I love Kendall. I love Kendall around all the time. Kendall's just a good time. He's good vibes. So, yeah, Kendall is missed. Definitely Kendall's missed there. Okay. All right. Sure. Okay, good. Yeah, I was. I remember that was a thing last year. That it was like, oh yeah, you know, the the cooking and making sure you know he was he's keeping the guys you know well fed and all that. Obviously, factory teams they get there. The lunch is nice and warm, you know, the butler service and all. 
Yeah. Yeah, no, Kendall's awesome. Kendall's good at what he does. And anything Kendall does is awesome, so. Very nice. Well, good. Well, let's uh, let's see what shakes down. First bike was off almost an hour ago, so uh, according to the stage timing, let's see here. We'll look that up really quick. We're on the line. Doesn't take. I'm digging the uh, this new app and how they're they're relaying information. The only thing that sucks is it doesn't work with my schedule. <laughs> they usually release the information an hour after I leave home. Yeah, I mean you're up at three o'clock doing your show, right? Yeah. Around there. Yup. Uh, okay. First bike left the bivouac six a.m. Was supposed to take the green flag at six thirty a.m. Uh, or no, 6.50 a.m. They're expecting them at check one by 8.37, which is 9.37 p.m. here. Uh, and then uh, finish max time. Two and, they're looking at about two hours and 50 minutes total time. First bike should be back at the bivouac uh, at 11.30 a.m. And the should be finishing the stage at 9.40 a.m. So 10.40 tonight, West Coast time, and 12.32 a.m. tomorrow, West Coast time. So we will see. Yeah, so as usual, we'll wake up to results. Yeah. Very nice. Cool. Yeah, I'm just, yeah, man, I'm up like at 3, 3.30 for no reason like you. I'm like, all right, let me check the app. Let me see. I know, right? (laughs) Well, Let me see how how the circus is going today. Yeah, let's t- let's check in on today's shit show. <laughs> exactly. Nice, cool. All right, I'll let you go to the the drive. Let's wrap this up. Uh, we're already thirty minutes on the episode, so I want to go do right some uh, do some tracking. And I got a couple. I'm starting on the bikes tonight. I'm I am going to have. I'm going to send you a video of both bikes on and running tomorrow. All right, I'll be looking for it, Taco. That will be the the okay. Check the box. All right, sir. Sounds funny. All, All right. right, hey, have a good talk to you soon, bud. All right, sounds good. Have a good drive. All right, see you. Bye. Be safe. See you. Bye. All right, how was that for some impromptu stuff? Cool. That was gnarly Dave on the phone, just getting off work, checking in, and uh, well, I guess we got to talk a little bit, right? So, anyway, all right. Like I said, time to do some tracking. Time to crank some music in the garage. Work on some bikes. That is what I will be doing. If you guys are up and listening to this and you want to hit me up, you can always send me a message directly on Instagram uh, or also um, through Facebook. We're also on Facebook. So, yeah. I think that's what else do we got? No, that's it. And if you're on the West Coast, brace yourselves. Here comes the rain. Anyway, remember, guys, it'll make sense when you get there. Enjoy the ride. All right, that is a wrap for the Chasing Waypoints podcast this week. Hope you guys enjoyed the show. Don't forget to like and subscribe if you like what you heard. We are available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and a bunch of others. Also, follow us on social media. You can find us on Facebook under Chasing Waypoints, Instagram, Chasing Waypoints underscore official, and, of course, the YouTube under Chasing Waypoints. Hope everybody has a good week. We will see you guys for the next episode. Remember, shiny side up, and don't forget to tag us. We want to see where you guys are riding and what you guys are up to. Have a great week. <laughs>